Although President Barack Obama has taken office and he has favored funding for embryonic stem cell research, the nation's fancy with such research may actually be overshadowing where the real action is, and that being the most progress in the area of adult stem cells. Welcome to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune, and joining me today is Dr. Robert Harmon. He's the chief executive officer and founder of VetSTEM. Dr. Harmon has more than 15 years of experience as a chief executive and biotechnology entrepreneur. He is a veterinarian and statistician and has overseen the completion of more than 1,000 contract research projects in his career for the development of veterinary and human biotechnology products. He joins us today from his offices in sunny San Diego, California, Dr. Robert Harmon, Welcome to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Thanks, Bruce. Enjoy being here. Well, if you could, just tell us a little bit about what your company is doing and tell us a little bit about the market for adult stem cells because I know this year Geron Company has entered clinical trials in the very early stages for an embryonic product, but Quite frankly, that's not where the action is. The action is in what your company is doing and elsewhere. Could you tell us about this? Sure, Bruce. Yeah, so we're, so I'm a veterinarian, as you've mentioned, and we're a veterinary-only company. And we've chosen to use a source of adult stem cells to try to treat conditions in horses and dogs, particularly orthopedic conditions like arthritis, tendon ligament injury, bone fractures, and things like that. And the reason we chose adult stem cells probably goes to sort of the heart of the matter of the national controversy. Most people have gotten their understanding of stem cells from the media and the huge controversy over whether embryonic stem cell research should continue or not. And for those listeners who don't really understand what the real controversy is about, in order to get an embryonic stem cell, you actually have to create an embryo. So you've got a sperm and an egg, and you actually make an embryo of whatever species you're working in, whether it's a mouse or a dog or a human. And then very early, maybe 16 days into the growth of that little embryo, you extract this little mass of cells that are the stem cells that will eventually become all of the cells in the body. So they're obviously a very powerful cell. And it was one of the first things we saw in terms of a really powerful ability to regenerate tissues. It was the embryonic stem cell. So there was a huge amount of interest in how do we harness this, for example, to grow a new heart or heart valves or fix diseases like Parkinson's. And although you can create all 200 plus tissues in the body in a dish from an embryonic stem cell, there are a couple of major problems with embryonic stem cells that have stifled the ability of scientists to bring them to the clinic. One is when you take these stem cells and you put them in an animal that has an injury of some kind, for example, a liver damage, they very often will become tumors not a good side effect for the patient. And the reason they become tumors, at least in my viewpoint, is that they're really a cell that's made to create whole organs and whole beings, whole organisms, a whole animal. And so when you pluck them out of, a, of an embryo and stick them in an adult to repair something, that's not really what they do. They're not really controlled to do that function yet. And so they make all of these different tissue types, and it turns out to be a tumor. 
So there's huge amounts of money being spent to try to control that, and there's still a lot of money being spent to try to sort that out. That's where the federal funding was blocked, not on stem cell research in general, but on ability to take new embryos, kill them, and create these cell lines to use in the research labs. So in the background, and somewhat quietly, while this embryonic stem cell controversy was brewing, companies have chosen to use adult stem cells. So what's an adult stem cell? That's a stem cell from an animal that's been born. And so it could be a very young animal, could be an old animal, but from various tissues. The most obvious one and the one most talked about are stem cells from bone marrow. And you've heard, Bruce, people that got bone marrow transplants. So adult stem cells are ones that are taken after an animal's already totally formed and they're born. And now you have these cells either from the tissues at the time of birth, for example, like the placenta or umbilical cord, or just from the animal, from bone marrow or from fat. And so right now in the U.S., there are probably some 200 companies working in the background on stem cells to try to bring them to the clinic commercially. Companies like VetStem and Veterinary, mostly companies on the human side, well over 98% of those companies are working on adult stem cells, not embryonic. And the reasons are, one, the tumor problem. Second, these cells from embryos are not your own unless you saved yourself as an embryo. And so when you put those cells in, they can be rejected because it's not the same tissue. It's not from yourself. And so you have to worry about that. And third, because of the first two problems, the FDA is going to be very, very cautious about using these cells in clinical applications. So although there's a huge amount of money and work being spent in research universities on these kinds of stem cells, it's going to be a long time before we see very much application, I think, in the clinic. In the end, these could be the most powerful cells. But in the meantime, and in the next five to ten years, where most of us patients out there hoping we have cures, the cures are going to come from, or the treatments are going to come from, adult stem cells of various kinds. For our listeners, if you're just joining us, or even if you're new to our channel, you're listening to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune. And joining me today from his offices in sunny San Diego, California, is Dr. Robert Harmon. He's the chief executive officer and founder of VetStem, which is a company that is actually working with dogs, cats, and horses where they're extracting fat stem cells, fat from these animals, and turning them into stem cell treatments to treat their joint injuries, arthritis, and hip dysplasia. And we're talking about adult stem cells. And quite frankly, adult stem cells, as Dr. Harmon is telling us, is really where a lot of the research action is and where a lot of the first products may emerge. And Dr. Harmon, if you will, could you tell us perhaps where the areas are, um, perhaps in what your company is doing in dogs and cats, and where these areas are going to be hot in the coming years where patients and their physicians can look for new treatments. You bet. So we chose the area of orthopedics because we thought we had a good chance of being able to use these cells to solve clinical problems. And as an example, there's over 60 million dogs in the U.S., 25% have arthritis. There's some 200 million people in the U.S., I would guess probably the same 25%, and I'm one of them that, that fits in that category, that I've got some shoulder arthritis. So it's a, it's a huge problem. We have both early sports injuries and old age arthritis. So we chose to use these cells and see if we could reduce 
the pain and, and immobility and quality of life problems when you have bad arthritis. So we extract these stem cells out of a small amount of fat from the patient themselves. So you're your own donor. So we extract a small amount of fat and then take this fat to our laboratory in San Diego and we get rid of the fat and keep the stem cells. They're put in a syringe, fat or expressed back to the physician, back to the veterinarian, and these cells are injected in the joint. Then the cells go to work, and they're really quite smart cells. So this sort of multipurpose cell reads what's going on in the joint and says, boy, there's inflammation, loss of cartilage, pain, and go to work literally to manage the healing process. And in the over 1,500 dogs we've treated, we see sometimes as early as two or three days after treatment a fairly dramatic reduction in inflammation, swelling, and pain, and these animals go on back to doing sort of their normal lifestyle. They can go back and catch a frisbee. They can swim. They can go back for walks with their owners. And we see a really dramatic, something well over two-thirds of the animals have a marked return to sort of normal lifestyle. We think this is going to be identical in people. There are actually companies outside the U.S. already commercially treating patients with exactly what we've done in the animal. There's a company in Korea, there's another one in Costa Rica, and they're actually treating human patients right now with arthritis and other sorts of orthopedic diseases as well as diseases that are being targeted in the U.S., like heart disease and, for example, the neurologic diseases, which are in the press every day, multiple sclerosis, Lou Gehrig's disease, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. Those are all diseases where the body is sort of attacking its own nervous system, and these cells work fairly dramatically to tone down the immune system and help repair those nerves. And so I think in the U.S. we will see, certainly in the next few years, the, the early work and the early potential products coming to the clinics and maybe even to market in fairly short order with these adult stem cells because it's coming from the patient themselves. Well, and when they do come from the patient themselves, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems that there's a safety issue that these stem cells, if you're getting your own stem cells, i.e. In the, in the case of fat, it's a lot safer. Could you talk a little bit about that and what your experience has been? So you can just imagine if they're your own stem cells, your body sees them as self. It doesn't see them as foreign material. You know, if you get a kidney transplant, it's foreign, you know, it's not your kidney. And so your body rejects it, so you have to be on very harsh drugs to tone down the immune system. If it's your own tissue, your own stem cells, it's really then quite safe. Your body says, okay, that's my own. And all we're doing is concentrating them and putting them in an area where there's more damage. So from a perspective of rejection, it's quite safe. From the perspective of diseases you might get, that's always a worry. If you get a new lens for your eye, if you get you know, a new cornea, if you get a kidney transplant, even blood donations, and you know, we always worry about, can you pick up a disease from the donator? In this case, if you're the, the donator to yourself, you don't have any disease risk. So those two are, are very huge. And, and the fact you can also get them back very quickly from something like fat, there's no risk that it's getting contaminated in an outside lab as you're trying to expand and grow the cells. So there's many approaches to getting stem cells to treat people. From the patient themselves is the easiest and we think will be the earliest. The next is getting them from a donor but still having an adult stem cell. So it's still a cell that's made to repair part of your body. 
And there are companies right now, for example, working with bone marrow adult stem cells in the U.S., a company called Osiris in Baltimore. I think they may actually, this calendar year, have their first stem cell product on the market to help kids that have had bone marrow transplants sort of reduce the rejection phenomena that we see when you get bone marrow that comes from a donor. So it actually helps with allowing that transplant to work properly. So I think that might be one of the first ones we see here in the U.S. Outside the U.S., as you know, Bruce, there's lots more going on in medical tourism and with stem cell work, both in Europe and in Asia and in Latin America, where there are commercial companies already doing treatments, as we've talked about. Well, and for our physician listeners out there, could you tell us a little about your company and kind of some of the perhaps leading centers around the country where a lot of this research in adult stem cells is going on, either with fat or with other forms of adult stem cells? Yeah, certainly. So our, our clients here are veterinary physicians. So our veterinarians around the country are just commercial veterinarians who have taken an online course in stem cell theory and how this works. And, and they do the process of doing the surgical collection of the fat and then doing the injections back into the joint. And, of course, the hugely important job of making the right diagnosis to start with. So their physician colleagues would be doing the same thing. And then in, in the human side, if it's stem cells from fat, it would be probably a plastic surgeon or cosmetic surgeon of some kind who would do the liposuction, collect the fat in a small amount, not a large amount, although some of us would prefer to have a large amount collected, and then that would go again to a lab or into a machine, and the cells would be processed, and then the physician would be doing that same injection. Are the physicians excited about this? Yeah, so I lecture probably 20 stem cell conferences a year. Only about a handful of those, maybe, maybe four or five of them are veterinary. The rest are human stem cell conferences. And the looks on the faces of the physicians and the researchers even in the audience when they hear my presentation and see my slides that VetSTEM is not a stem cell research company. We're a clinical company. We provide this service to treat. And, and now since 2003, we've treated over 4,500 horses and dogs all over the U.S. with these conditions that physicians see every day in their practices and, you know, with real, true patients. And the dog and the cat and the horse are not so different than the human. So when you, when you get arthritis in your hip, it's not very different than what your dog gets in their hip. Well, with that, I'd like to thank Dr. Robert Harmon, who's been our guest. He makes it sound so simple. We appreciate that. Uh, he's the chief executive officer and founder of VetSTEM, and he's talking about the promising research going on around the world with adult stem cells. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune. I've been your host, and you've been listening to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. ReachMD, online, on demand, and on the air. Please visit us at ReachMD.com. And I'd like to thank you today for listening.